Broadcasting from atop the Hensler Financial Building in the heart of Georgia's financial district, Kennesaw, Georgia, this is Money Talks. We're back. You're listening to Money Talks, your trusted resource for your money, your future, your life. I'm Troy Harmon. I got with me today, Jarrett McKenzie. Hey, Jarrett. Yes, sir. And uh, none other than Josh Weedai. We've been talking about various things, mostly economics and the stock market. Uh, Kelly Lynn. Yes, sir. Where are we going next? We're talking about a nice little case study here. I've got a couple of investors, Brad and Megan. Um, They actually recently broke up with their advisor. And here's their situation. That's sad. I know, I know. But by following the the plan that the advisor laid out, they have been living super frugally and saving every bit for retirement. 90% of their wealth is now tied up in retirement funds that they can't touch for like more than 10 years now. And made it illiquid. Yeah. And every time that they want to do something, whether it's buy, you know, maybe buy a house, buy a vacation, go on a vacation, do something, you know, a new car. Their planner is like, no, 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 we can't. We can't. We're putting it in the retirement fund. It's in the retirement fund. So, like, is it possible to actually create a financial plan that's not 100 percent focused on retirement? I mean, there's living. Yeah, absolutely. I I think it has to match the person, right? It does. Uh, There are some people who probably want to do that, but I wouldn't think everyone. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, some people prefer that lifestyle that Brad and Megan are living. But I I would say, Kelly Lynn, not only is it possible, it it is advisable. I mean, Mm -hmm. we're very adamant uh, about advising clients to diversify the tax status of their money uh, as much as we are the the diversifying of their investments. Their portfolio, right. Exactly. Because to your point, it's a a cash flow or liquidity issue where, I mean, in in all reality, the IRA funds, they are liquid. You can access them, uh, assuming you liquidate whatever investments you may be holding in them. But uh, the problem here, at their age, which appears to be 49 and 52, uh, they would be penalized. prime years to earn, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and I mean, nobody's going to want to pull money out of an account that they're going to be penalized for, and there's going to be tax implications with it. And so from their advisor, old advisor's standpoint, I mean, that was good advice, because I wouldn't advise somebody to do that either, uh, unless they had an emergency, which that's that's why you have an emergency fund, so you're not put in that situation. But Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, in addition to diversifying the tax status of your investments, I think it's also important to invest in the memories when you are younger, uh, and whether that's with your family, friends, or, or or just traveling, doing the stuff that you like to do as a hobby, uh, it's important because you got to think down the road at some point in retirement, you may not have the mobility or the health to go and do that. So it should never be to the detriment of your retirement plan mm-hmm. or you know, to, to you being able to uh, reach your goals for retirement. But to the extent that you are a high income earner, like you said, it's your prime earning years. Yeah, you should certainly take some of that. And I personally would rather have less money, a little less money in retirement mm-hmm. and have had all the those memories and, and, you know, investing in those than to have a little more money in retirement, but not have had really lived. Like you said, they're they're not, they're, they're saving, but they're not living. And that's important. So is that a conversation that they have with their advisor? Like here are the long-term goals. Here are the, my midterm goals. They should, if they're not, because nobody, I mean, well, I shouldn't say anybody, most advisors are going to be looking at it more from a, a retirement planning perspective and a financial perspective and, right. and doing what's appropriate there. But that's why we are also very uh, encouraging to our staff. And uh, I think that all advisors should get to know their clients well enough so that they don't have to wait around on a client to tell them that they want to do some living. You know, yeah, you should know that. Sounds a little like they got the cart before the horse. Uh, in as much as usually when you sit down to do a financial plan, you look at the, the lifestyle that someone has 
misleading already. Right. And, you know, you might tell them, you know, given your lifestyle and the, the amount that you save, you're not going to be able to live this way after retirement. So, you know, it's it's important that you at least communicate that. But it sounds to me like maybe there's a an advisor that's really trying to clamp down, trying to get them to live not only within their means, but well within their means. Right. And I mean, the thing that, that uh, we've seen is usually, you know, people will have in retirement, I'm going to start traveling or whatever. They have mm-hmm. these goals and plans and dreams. Does that always come true? Sometimes things I mean, the future's not guaranteed, your, right. you know. I mean, we just, say that all the time. Right. I mean, what if you get there and something goes haywire? Yeah. yeah. Well, that happens a lot with Social Security. People want to postpone it because you do get an annual increase, at least until you're, you're 70 most times. And But I always tell people, well, look, there, there's, number one, you don't know how long you're going to live. Yeah. Number two, there's no beneficiary for Social Security. So, you know, you've you got to take those practical things into account, I think, especially when it comes to this kind of stuff. Because, yeah, it's the same deal. You don't know how long you're going to live. You don't know your what your health is going to be like down the road. There are all these things that, you know, you, you should – you're you, as an advisor, we should be helping you enable your money to, to provide the lifestyle that you want to live. You know, that's our goal. And, and it's not that their old advisor was doing anything wrong here, I think. It sounds like sound advice. Maybe he just didn't know them well enough to, to know that, hey, we want to have more of a lifestyle mm-hmm. than to just be so frugal that while we're doing great with our savings, we're, we're not living at all. I mean, here's the thing. I, I hate that Brad and Megan have basically divorced their their advisor because it seems to me like you should have, at the very least, an open line of communication. Yep. Isn't that where it starts? Mm-hmm. You, you go in and you tell them, hey, look, this is this is what we do right now. I might want to change this a little bit. All of that can be built into a financial plan, can it not? Yeah, 100%. A- absolutely. And, uh, you know. Goals change. I mean, lives change. I mean, it's not like, you know, we run a plan for you 10 years, you know, in the past and, you know, things are the exact same as they were when, you know, Brad and Megan were 39 and 42. I mean, a lot of things have happened in 10 years and goals are ever changing just like life is. So, um, you know, what I like to do personally when we have new clients come on board is, you know, okay, let's figure out what your base kind of assumptions, you know, let's run a base scenario. But, you know, let's let's run a dream scenario. What does that look like for you? Yeah. Are you trying to save money for, you know, a retirement home? Are you trying to, you know, go on, you know, uh, trips every single year, travel abroad, whatever that case may be? And, you know, if we can't afford it right now, well, let's figure out a way how to make your scenario work for you to the best of our ability and kind of really have it be a collaborative process instead of just, you know, this is what my advisor's telling me to do and I can't break that. Yeah, as, as a client, you should always feel comfortable telling your advisor, hey, this isn't working out for me. I'm getting burnt out just saving money to save money. And I want to, you know, experience some life right now. There you go. Well, I, I mean, you have to. The best advisors, in my opinion, are ones that are very conscious of what you're saying there, Josh, is like, you, if it's very transactional and you're so focused on the money that you're just trying to do the best you can there, which you obviously should on that front, it can't be the you can't look at it in a silo. I mean, taking the time to get to know people, it may sound cliche, but spending time with them, becoming their friends so that you know their personal interests, you know them well enough to ha- to know how to advise them is extremely important, I think, because a lot of people, they don't know the questions to ask. Right. So it's kind of like, well, how, how do I how can I do what's best for me if I don't even know the right questions to ask? So it's really on the advice 
advisor to ask them those questions, but even the advisor can't do that if they don't know them well enough to, to know the, the appropriate questions. Yeah, and you have to let yourself be known, right? Yeah. And the way you do that is through conversations. Exactly. Right? So that's that's a, that's the, I would say, the uh, <laughs> the art side of our job. I mean, there's a technical side of our job, we're dealing with money and financials and all, but there, there's a psychological yeah. aspect. It seems so awkward to say, but it's a real intimate relationship that you have yeah. with your advisor at it that is. point. It like, should be. It sounds like that might have been where this broke down. Mm-hmm. I, you're absolutely right. I was yep. thinking that a minute ago because to me, this is just a lack of communication. He, he didn't, it wasn't that he was probably doing anything wrong. He just didn't know them well enough to know that they, they wanted something. And, and I've in the past over the years learned that the hard way too. It's you're not necessarily saying or doing something wrong, but maybe it's what you're not doing. You're not taking these things into account. You're not taking the time to get to know them well enough. And I mean, that's a very, very important piece of it because you can give people good advice and still be fine. You can't give them the optimal advice if you don't know them well enough Correct. To, to figure out those questions. Well, like here's the other thing, though, Jared. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but as a financial planner, you're not just hired for good advice. Sometimes it is that kind of a, a disciplinarian sort yeah. of relationship where you have to stop and tell them, hey, look, I see what you're doing, mm-hmm. and it looks to like a train wreck coming up. Yeah. So, you know, there is that uh, that that kind of uh, relationship. It's not just tell them what to do. Sometimes right. you have to tell them, hey, you're not doing it right. Yeah. Well, Josh and I are very adamant with clients about the same thing in that, look, it's not it, what you're saying and what you're doing are two different things. I, what I hear you saying, you should be doing this. Then you're paying us for the advice. This is your money. We'll do whatever you want us to do. But this is your money. You've told me these are your goals. And based on what I know about you, this is what we think you should do and why we think you should do it. Not everybody takes that advice. But, again, it's their money. They can do what they want. Right. Uh, but but it's still you guys' job to remind them, hey, this doesn't look right to me. Right. And, you know, the strongest relationships, I think, are created from that honesty and that, that knowledge of the client mm-hmm. more so than your our CFP knowledge or yeah, C, right. You know, whatever. Right. The technical side yeah. is probably sometimes not as important as the software it really, skill, that's, you know, absolutely. being a, kind of a, a friend to them, mm-hmm. if you will. Yeah. 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 Help All them right. weigh the pros and cons. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and not only that, to see the reality, right. which is the part that can easily yeah. be missed. That's the hard part of our job. Sometimes yeah. you got to be frank. I was going to say, it sounds like the <laughs> tough part is where, where uh, you know, you had Brad and Megan kind of break down. Uh, you know, yeah. maybe, maybe the advisor was telling them something that he saw. It's hard to well, say. I literally was just telling someone yesterday, even if I give you the best advice that I can give you based on what I know, if that's making you uncomfortable or causing you to lose sleep, this will not work. Right. That relationship will break down just like this did because there's that disconnect between knowing what is really important to somebody and doing what's best for them. Yeah. You can combine those two, but again, you can give someone great advice. But if it makes them uncomfortable, I promise you it's going to break down yeah. just like this did. Well, that's the reason at Hensler Financial we call it planning and implementation. implementation mm-hmm. Because a plan is no good without implementation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's another thing that a planner does is yep. come alongside you to help you implement what they've shown you on paper will work. Definitely. Yeah. All right, Kelly All right. Lynn. Okay, what coming, next? Up, coming up next, I got some great questions in our listener mailbag about points on a mortgage. We will get to that. You're listening to Money Talks, your trusted resource for your money, your future, your life.
All material presented is from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decision and is not intended to replace the advice of qualified professionals, such as tax consultants, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in the Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.